Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk. With Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Non Taken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is the very handsome David McGregor. Thank you for listening. You guys, there's a lot of podcasts, there's some that are in the news. You could have listened to any podcast and you chose this one. And I think it's because I have the world's greatest panel. Even though I booked too many people this week, they're all great people. An embarrassment of riches, really. But it's, I usually have six. This week is seven. In fairness, somebody always cancels. Two people will cancel. Mostly just one person cancels. I was happy to have everybody, but I learned again that seven is too many people total. But here's who's here. It's a great lineup. Mike Burns is back. The Motor City Cobra from Power Moves with Mike Burns and at DadBoner on Twitter. He was the best man in my wedding. We're happy to have everyone here. I'm just saying it was too many. Kimberly Clark is back. You've seen her on Tiffany Haddish Presents They Ready on Netflix. She is fantastic. Katrina Davis is back from Valley Girl Comedy, from The Best Friend Show, and from Pod Von Guard. She is fantastic. Christian Duguay is back from The Dress Up Gang and from Valley Heat, the biggest Los Angeles Rams fan that I know. Also fantastic. Teresa Lee is back from Curb Your Enthusiasm, from A Little Late with Lily Singh, As I was editing this, I flipped open a magazine and saw a picture of her twin sister. Teresa is fantastic. And finally, Jared Logan is back. You've seen him on Comedy Central, on James Gordon, on Best Week Ever. You can stream his albums right after you listen to the show. He's fucking fantastic. This is a very fun group. And chatty. All I'm saying is six is the best number and this is seven. So without further ado, here are Mike, Kimberly, Katrina, Christian, Teresa, and Jared. And if you don't already, please hit subscribe. People are always like, magicians are creepy. Magicians are like nerdy. They're like child molesters. I don't think that that's true. (laughs) I've never heard that. I think that people have blurred like chris angel and the oh. pickup artists and they're just like <laughs> i don't like tricks and fingers and eyeliner like they had too many cross references where maybe people are giving magicians an unjust rap oh magicians that guy mystery fuck that guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. they wear boas and say can you solve a argument for me no better way to meet a woman than close-up magic <laughs> women love that i haven't tried it so I, I have no field research on this. I mean, I wouldn't open with it <laughs> because I feel like my best reaction to magic is like, oh, 
Ooh, and that's not like hot, you know? It's like a different category. <laughs> Katrina, the last time you were here, you got a TV given to you. Does that happen yet? Yeah, look, it's right behind me. <laughs> given to you on the show? <laughs> yes, the first time I was on a show, this show, I got a TV. I'm going for the showcase this time. I'm so excited. Wow. Somebody was like, your TV is mad small. And then like, so, uh, Ro was... Robbie Hoffman's like, do you want my TV? I'm trying to I get rid of my old ass. I have an old, like, not even HD. You can't do Apple TV, but I really want a projector. But I got roasted for not my TV wasn't old. It was just small because before I lived here, I lived in a studio and everyone that ever saw it was just like, what's up with that tiny ass TV? And I once got roasted on Twitter for it. I just thought it was really far away. Yeah, and everyone was like, yo, that's a monitor. And we're just like <laughs> making fun of my TV. I don't even really watch TV. I mean, I watch it on my computer because I used to have a TV and then I would still watch it on my computer. And then I was like, well, see, I now I watch that on like the weekends. It's like special, cool TV time. And it's just like, look how big everything is. I love it. It's so fancy. <laughs> I, um, I sold a painting that my wife was going to give away. And it was in, I put it in an auction and it got $7,500. What? And How I, much did you buy it for? Zero. It was given to us by like somebody that she had dated in a previous life. That's and we moved and she put it in the throwaway, like give to goodwill pile. And I looked at the back of it. It was signed and I didn't know who, who it was. And it said <sighs> 1968. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I did some Googling. I, I figured out who the artist was. I put it up in an auction. It got $7,500 and I Googled best TV in the world. And that's what I, and that's what I did <laughs> afterwards. Wow. Who was the artist? <laughs> I love that you're Googling an artist. And then right after that biggest TV in the world. <laughs> well, the, immediately my water heater and my fridge broke. So that was most of it. And I was like, I'm buying something for myself. Yay. What kind of TV did you get? I forget what it's. It's a. It's an LG 4K. Like, basically, I've never watched Fast and the Furious movies until now, and now I think they're the greatest thing of all time because they look so good on there. They're the only things that come in in 4K. Yeah, <laughs> that and Mission Impossible movies, which I am also enjoying. That and like when you, I don't know. This is probably not even, but you know, like sketch comedy videos where it's like the director insists. It's like everyone's working for free, and the director's like, "We have to shoot 4K." <laughs> I feel like every college humor shoot was like that. It's like, 4K. why? <laughs> like, we need to get a red camera. I mean, like, looks good on your reel, but uh, nobody's watching it that way. I, I can't get this soap opera effect off my TV. Does anybody know how to get rid of this? <laughs> What's up, Burns? Did you say who the artist was? Lee Mullican was the name of the artist. I'd never heard of him. He's a, He's a California modern artist and... That's so cool. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, him? no, I'm like, I've never heard of him. Yeah. Well, well, sometimes they'll just I'm show up. And I'm looking at that too. Wait, Wait what's his, his name? Own. Lee, Lee, what? Mulliken with a C, like Mulliken, like not, it's like Mulligan, but with a C. Oh yeah. It popped uh -huh. up first thing. Mulliken. Yeah. That's crazy. Dinatun, he was an influential member of the Dinatun movement. Well, that's a good. That, you sold an influential piece, Mike. Yeah, wow. man, that got me uh, 4K TV. If you would have been on a roadshow episode, that would have been like one of the ones they saved till the end. Right. 
Mike, it says here that they're worth upwards of fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm sure that, but like, I don't know how to sell it, it other than like, that. It looks like you got. That makes up for all the baseball cards I saved because I was going to retire in my 30s, like when I was a kid, you know, from baseball cards and from collecting other dumb shit. Beanie babies. Yeah, beanie babies. <laughs> I saw a headline that said that NFTs are beanie babies for tech bros, and it made me laugh, even though I'm not exactly sure what if I get the joke. I mean, it makes sense, but then so is money for just people, right? Like, it's all <laughs> money. money. None of this is real. Uh-uh. <laughs> real. Oh, yeah. Money, also not a real thing. Yeah, Money money is just beanie babies for people who live on Earth. <laughs> people who yeah. need to eat and sleep. It's just beanie babies for people who need to pay rent. Can you explain it to me? But break it down in beanie babies, something that I understand. <laughs> Christian, you are the okay. biggest. You're the biggest Rams fan I know. How excited are you for Sunday? I mean, I'm so excited. I uh, did Teresa someone just th- 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 thumbs down. <laughs> Teresa, did. I'm a Niners fan. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll cheer. I'll cheer y'all on. That's typical <laughs> Niners. Just hating. You're hating. Do you know what's typical LA is murdering a San Francisco fan in the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah. Well. So I well mean, I don't know if you. I don't trust any LA fans. None of you guys will care if the Rams win or lose. Like, if there's nobody's afraid of a riot happening in LA. Like, there's people are like cool here. Like that's what I put up with every year. Every year we have to play these people twice a year, and this is how they behave. You get it in your own. Someone gets injured, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, why? Have you been to a game? All they do, they literally, it's like a powder keg." It's like whatever that Rolling Stones concert was when everyone got killed by Hell's Angels. Altamont. That's what it's like. The Altamont of games. It's like the Altamont of football rivalries. And they go down there and scream at people. And then someone gets hurt. And they're like, I don't know what happened. We're just coming to the game. And every year they re-decide to pay the security in beer. <laughs> and it's Hell's Angels. Every year they're security. like, get the Hell's Angels out here. We got to get people killed. <laughs> Wait, but the, the guy that's in the coma right now, he's a Niners fan, right? He is a Niners fan. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he is. Man. It's okay. It's but- Martin Screlly. <laughs> that's his name? I, I mean, it's terrible. It's ridiculous. in New York. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he's not, it's not really him. Oh, it's not. <laughs> okay. I was trying to think of the least likable person I could, and that's what I came up with. The tech, Is the pharma bro. Are you going to the and it was all, it was No, like, it's like it's so insanely expensive. It's like uh, plus that game was so stressful. I didn't enjoy a minute of it until the last minute. It was like I. Wow. It was misery. That's I mean, why you. That's the why weekend you. Weekend before though, I gotta say the weekend before. Like I feel like whenever you have such a good weekend, like it's it was like. I hadn't amazing. really been watching a lot during the season. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I like have to start again. But then I feel like the Super Bowl is going to be disappointing because that's what always happens. Everyone gets super yeah, hyped. It's going to be a good game. And then yeah. it's like nothing. I, I agree with you because it's like that weekend was just a weekend of home, like home crowds going home really sad the whole weekend. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> so at home was so, <laughs> Did yeah. you wear a mask to the game, Christian? Yeah. I wore two masks. What did you think of uh, Garcetti uh, in his statement? Did you see what What, he said? What was the statement? He and Gavin Newsom, uh, everyone's favorites, posed with Magic Johnson. Both were maskless. People were like, what the fuck? Yeah, Emily Emily actually texted uh, Gavin Newsom, supposedly. Texted? For money. Well, he texted for money, and so she replied, 
about the mask and then some staffer replied to her that said he took the mask off for the photo it's like come on that's you hear, exactly the problem did you hear garcetti's uh garcetti said he he held his breath the whole his time breath. that's what i thought you were reading <laughs> yeah. that was his i didn't inhale yeah and so i didn't inhale <laughs> Okay, I didn't okay, realize that. To, wait, I mean, legitimately curious. We're not allowed to take our ma- masks off during photos. I mean, you're a celebrity, you're just going to be scrutinized, right? <laughs> Look, I'm, 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 I'm going to sound like the right wing guy. Wait a second. No, I agree with you, but that's the guy telling us that we have to wear the masks, then he does it. <laughs> I stand with Logan. <laughs> oh, yeah, politicians always do what they tell us yeah. to do. <laughs> Was it an outdoor picture or an indoor picture? I don't even know. I think it's an. Well, uh, it's like it's a it's an outdoor indoor situation. There, it's like it's a canopy roof at the stadium. Like, it's, it's, it's like, if you're pushing the agenda that you have to wear a fucking mask, right? Yeah. Then yeah. why would you, you be like definitely get this documented? Like you can't take it off for a second. It's not like well, I got a bunch of STDs, but like in the middle of fucking, I take the condom off. Yeah, then, just for the special And then post. I do a selfie and then I put it back on and then I finish. And it like, does kind of feel, thing. it does feel that way even if you have your mask on and you do take it off for a second because someone can't understand you or something. I do feel that way as far as like fucking raw. I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. Fuck this whole place. I already like blew my water. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how many Mississippis was that? Like, I don't know what I'm even doing anymore. Five second rule. What say about stadium canopy roof? <laughs> I need, we need tears. Yeah. Can you do like a regular target mask if there's a canopy roof? If it's a if it's in the VIP box, KN95. <laughs> what about if you're one of those restaurants, but there's a whole wall that's open, but you're still inside? But like, you know, you're like, it's yeah. almost out because you're like by the side. Like you could I kiss the person walking by, but like you're under the roof. I need brunch rules. Spring is coming. What are we doing? <laughs> Exactly. There's a lot of indoor outdoor situations with, on the horizon. If you're with Magic Johnson, you do not have to wear a mask. That is the. <laughs> if so. you are touching base, you know the, the most fucked up thing about it is Garcetti got HIV because uh, he didn't have a mask. Oh. It, it, no one's talking about it. <laughs> no. That's what's messed That's up. That's not how you. You're gonna get da babied. You're gonna get kicked off Spotify, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's two right wing comments. That you've made. <laughs> no. Logan is what slowly... are you guys doing to Jared? <laughs> also, I don't. Am I the only one who didn't know the mayor of Inglewood's last name is Butts? Because I just looked up the about Butts? the fan altercation. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I said, James T. Butts, but I like skipped to the middle first, and I was like, "Butts said." I, was like, oh, I love that Teresa's like, "Hold on, we're leaving this on the table." I'm just hearing about this. I'm like, I'm voting the for Butts. Mayor name, last name is Penis, so <laughs> he just went with it, man. <laughs> yeah. Gerald Penis, that's his name. That's a, don't look it up. You should change I'm, that I'm name. At, you should change that name at Ellis Island. I say. How do you guys feel about the Washington Commander's name? Are you for that? I have three football questions. My apologies already to Jared for oh football questions. Yeah, I'm already a little annoyed. I know. I'm. So, that's why he's oh, getting. Shock, he's, right, he's, right. he's getting do more you not like Republican. Football? We're gonna talk about D and D in a second. About it. I just, I'm, uh, I, 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 I'm not. I don't feel moved to find out. 
Oh, oh, and you're not intrigued. Fair enough. Let's make it less football centric with the question where it's just like, what do What's you think the... about the name Commanders? Why for name? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, are they the... just yeah. like not wearing underwear, or are they leaders of some sort? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Commandos. I hope the mascot's Captain Underpants. That would be amazing. Commandos. If that's what it is. Right. I might be on more board than I thought I was. I thought it was kind of. I, I like the Washington before. football team. I thought that was I like, did too. stupid, I, but like totally better than commanders. I think Are they like generals? I agree. Here's here's the thing. Traditionally, historically, commanders were people that murdered indigenous <laughs> people. So they were like the hell of it's, well, it goes with like raiders being the indigenous <laughs> peoples. Let's be the ones that wipe them oh, out. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> That's, this is their answer to just being the Washington football team? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who made these options? I know. I mean, Did the they... football team was supposed to be a protest, I think, but it actually, it was a great name. It is. That's what LAFC, that's what every, like, f- soccer team is called. Like, LAFC is just called mm-hmm. football. FC stands for football club. Yeah, and ironically, oh, yeah. like, it was supposed to be kind of just a holding place and a joke, but it yeah. really looked aesthetically on oh, their cool. merch it looks cool commanders okay. looks like garbage commanders is a is a garbagey name it's like titans it's like these, like have a have something traditional you know Titans was my high school mascot who was okay. why does don't it work timmy. for timmy the titan okay do not come for a gun high school timmy the titan no, i, I mean i don't come for high, for high school that works but for a football team i feel like it's got to be like some weird reference to some old thing you know that uh-huh. existed in your town, like Oilers. Uh, yes, yeah, Whalers. Yeah, like that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Pearl yeah, is ridiculous too, and it's as it's as Jacksonville as possible. Hey, like what? First oh. off, <laughs> shots fired, Florida. <laughs> I mean, Jaguars. I mean, it's like if if if, if uh, Scarface came up with a name for a football team. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, those dudes. <laughs> live in Orlando and then when their shit gets seized it ends up in my town like they're not indigenous but they're there yeah it's a good point it's it's a really good point that like there probably are a lot of jaguars yes like we could technically be the rams in los angeles it's this is true although everyone is kind of acting like a ram in football so it kind of makes sense oh yeah they butt their they go helmet to helmet like the old, old school concussions yeah but if you're going by the Rams, like the Chinese Zodiac, there are people born in the era of the Rams. So perhaps yeah. I was it. going Maybe by Maybe they were it. trying yeah. to be inclusive. You know, when they moved to California, there's like a strong API population here. So yeah, yeah. Maybe. I was wondering <laughs> if it was because there were a bunch of Libras on not, the team. not feeling it. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably it. They were trying to be inclusive. <laughs> Rams. Trying to be inclusive? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, let's get John first Gruden on that, this. First thought that occurs to every football manager. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Before we get started here. Um, one last football question. Jared, you're going to enjoy this. And now uh, we're going to talk about uh, Aquaman for an hour, right? <laughs> we, can t- we can talk about it. My breadth of knowledge is wide, okay? It doesn't only encompass yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> wide, like the sea. Aquaman's home. <laughs> I don't just know about Aquaman. Uh, Tom Brady retired. Of all of the greatest of all time in their sports, uh, how does he rank like against Tiger Woods, against oh. Serena, Simone Biles, Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky? Mm. Is this dude I the mean, goat of all goats or is he not even close? 
it's all anyone ever says to the point where it doesn't even matter anymore what he is. It's like, it doesn't like matter of he all doesn't. time, he's, like, he's the best guy to retire ever. No one's ever retired like this. How many Super Bowls does he have? Seven. Ooh. 50 or something. He has the most. But, but is he the <laughs> best? 58 different Super Bowls. He uh, he bought the Super Bowl. He owns the Super Bowl now. <laughs> They're naming the Super Bowl he... Tom Brady. <laughs> but he's been able to play for so long. Is it because other good people have gotten injured and had to retire sooner, or because he, he just has had that many? He drinks a gallon of water every day. That's just all you got to do. Sleeps, he sleeps in some cryogenic Michael Jackson. Yeah, chamber. he's got to get he's upside down in the water. Like a bat. He sleeps just like, like a bat. He's just no, creatine in a Walt Disney really, skull. You can't have them be like like yeah as a quarter like you, you can't argue he has. A great record but it's different from other sports where you can play like one-on-one it's such a team sport and there's so yeah. many factors and so few games in a season it's yeah. like yeah obviously he's not like bad i'm not gonna be like he didn't deserve to like be called one of the greats but i don't know if like he's solidified in history as like the greatest you know i don't feel what are we saying michael jordan that. michael jordan yeah yeah that's michael jordan it's like there's a thing in football where they're always like the quarterback won the game and i think it's such an unfair and that's what i was gonna ask in terms of winning isn't there also a thing about like being on teams that win and being a quarterback that can be on a team where you stay protected and uninjured absolutely long yeah. enough and stuff yeah. like that yeah but to be fair that is why then i feel like, I feel like him and gronk um, went and played for the bucks because they wanted to show that it wasn't that uh, well, yeah, they, they kind of did they a good proved job. it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> they made their point. Yeah. So we're saying Michael Jordan. Okay, I'll go. I'll go with Michael Jordan. You just want to say Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say Bo Jackson, but I feel like yeah. his career is too short. But yeah. that's like the first person yeah, I think I of. If you go like of all time of all football, it's like I don't know if you could go by wins because so much of it is like yeah your brain didn't get rattled enough that you like tapped out because you were waking up crying every morning or something <laughs> so and a lot of that OJ shit Simpson? has to do with other people around you OJ don't think Simpson. about terry like and he not that he was like some amazing person but like other football players that just get injured in other ways and then retire and i was thinking about how long he's been playing and yeah. how that factors into you know how many things you can stack up yeah yeah, you can't play until you're 45 if you're a, a center. Right. <laughs> Who says? <laughs> How much water are they drinking? Are they married to? We're just getting a bunch of sweet sponsor money for Jello because that's what's inside your skull now. <laughs> the football guy that does Jello commercials is great. <laughs> okay, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame had their announcement for their candidates. I want to see if you have hard <laughs> takes on these. Uh, I'm just gonna start naming names and stop me when Dude you want to like check. These loose opinions, <laughs> so loose. Loose. Change the name of the show to Loose, loose opinions. opinions. It's a good name. <laughs> name. I like good it. Name. I was name. thinking about calling it Loose Change. How do you feel about that? I feel <laughs> like Change like, is not gonna be a reference Gen Z will know. Like, uh, when's the last time you actually pulled out Change? Yeah, what is that? Oh, What's right. And Gen Z doesn't <laughs> talk about 9/11. What are those bottle caps, man? They forgot. <laughs> Gen Z forgot 9 What do what is Gen Z like? Pogs? What are they into? You gotta watch this program Euphoria on mm. ABC. Yeah. This program. program. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh my program. god! <laughs> Calling Euphoria a program is so telling. I gotta watch my program Euphoria. It's coming on. Is, oh is that god. is that show any good? Because it just I don't want to watch a teens doing drug show. Is it still good? It's so good. It. It's not a. I mean, Zendaya's performance in the last episode, it's, it's, it is really good. I, but it's, yeah, it's definitely a vibe. <laughs> My only issue with the show is that like, it's teen, they're supposed to be teenagers, but they're all having sex. It's like, okay, great, but do we have to see them? Because they're actually supposed to be kids. They show it? Kids have sex. Yeah, there's a lot of titties, but none of them look like teens, so you just have to assume. I know, but it's still like they're supposed to be. So it's like, what are we supposed to be watching? Why are we? You're supposed to switch back. It's like, no, 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 stop. They're adults now. Okay, go back. They're cool, sexy teens. (laughs) I watch it like it's like millennials wrote a show at like they figured out how to time travel to their high school and wrote it as if they're still like that's how it feels. It's like weird fantasy land where it's like none of these kids are really kids, but. Yeah. They're kids in the sense that they are already adults by the time it's, it's the like, It's the movie. It's a good boy, yeah. It's like, we know they're old now. They're older Yeah, now. yeah. It's <laughs> like when, you know, you find a you know sexy picture that you took when you were a teenager. Like, it's okay now. Like, if someone... No. It's, like, it's like now and then, but they just didn't show the part with Demi Moore. It's just like, <laughs> assume that these people are older. <laughs> you know, I just think it's not realistic because based on like my high school experience, like there was like no sex happening at all. <laughs> so, yeah, no people were fucking. Okay. Funny. That's the joke. That's I was, joke. I was, I was going to think about that, Teresa, and say like, maybe there was slightly less sex and it's written from the idea that all of the people you thought were cooler, you're like, oh, they were definitely fucking more mm. than me. It's like, mm, maybe like. 75 25 like somebody wasn't like immediately doing great but whatever it sounds like the movie kids but with like more eye makeup does that sound right yeah, like, it's too disturbing for me like, kids is real yeah i can't I, I can watch kids once and that's i'll never watch it again it's great I'll there's a lot of those movies i was like that was good i'm never watching hotel yeah, like rwanda or, or yeah i'm not watching schindler's <laughs> oh list God. ever again or like that queen for a drink. Like, no thanks Ooh, or irreversible. <laughs> they should do a euphoria about my high school in Iowa where there's a daycare for all the kids that the students have. Oh, man, they should do that. <laughs> I, <would watch> that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they should have done that. I would have gotten to hang out with a lot more of my friends if we had that. <laughs> yeah, they usually send the pregnant girls to, like, night school. Yes, they would yeah. make you go to Bannerman with the bad kids. And it was like, I don't need to be around people that fight. I'm with child. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything You're violent. Nice if school. anything, I did something only based in love, technically. <laughs> Why am I around all of these criminals it's The most now? natural thing possible. That is true. Because <laughs> it's almost, it's like, oh, you're going to have a hard time studying and having a kid so why don't we make it harder by making you go to different school like (laughs) yes yes by like being like you could have like fucked raw or gone (laughs) stopped going to school so much that they gave up on you same institution (laughs) one of these seems a little bit unfair (laughs) okay who are you voting for in your own head since you were all in this scenario you guys all vote for the rock and roll hall of fame so this is where we're going who are the options Eminem, Tribe Called Next. Quest, yeah. okay. uh, Beck, Duran Duran, okay. Lionel Richie, Dolly Parton, Carly Simon, mm. Rage Against the Machine, oh, wow. oh, Dionne Warwick, Pat Benatar, Kate Bush, Devo, Eurythmics, Judas Priest, oh. 
Fila but there's Kuti. only one person chosen out of these. So many names. No. This is all the people that were nominated. All He's just are... naming all the bands that have ever existed. I only have two more. <laughs> M- MC5. It's so five random. It's like I don't even know what the metrics are. It's like just who who people like them. Like is this like well, the most how do they influential get there? rock and roll? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and wait, I, who were the last two? MC5. A, MC5 and the New York Dolls. Righto, could you give us the entire oh, list Dolls. again? Thanks. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't. How did they eliminate it? Like, what what number does it go down to? It's like who that? it's like who rocks the least gets eliminated. Only one person doesn't get chosen. No, but no, no, Mike's I, in charge of it. Who rocks the least? No, I'll fucking fight you. Of all those, would you say Fila Kuti? He's like, in, he's not gonna get it. Out of well, these people that are nominated, there's a committee that decides a few of them to get it. Uh, right. The right, problem yes. is if don't Eminem just, gets in as a white rapper when there's like. So many like black pioneers of hip hop that are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How, is that fucking insane? Or it's like, well, Eminem is Eminem. I like, I don't know. Well, if that's true, then yeah, it is insane. Are there not? I'm yeah. curious if you guys know anybody like who's in I, it. Like, who's I'm assuming right I know people in it, the Rock Hall of Fame. But when you name some of those yeah. names, I was like, I thought some of them were already. Yeah, in it, so I'm I like, would have assumed they were. Does all it in. do anything yeah. for your career to be in it? Like, I have no idea who's in it. Like. Who else do is they, in the hall? Yeah. And do you go by their hits alone as artists? Because when you said Dolly Parton, I was like, okay, so are we going to go by just her songs or song that she's written? Right. Because that's I will always love you. a totally different thing. Yeah. And then Beck, I would say, had a lot of influence and did a lot of super different things. And like, do videos and visuals count? Yeah. Not that. I mean, before that, like and when I everyone was like, oh, look at this nerd in corduroy suits. Like that, Beck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if Eminem gets in, I feel like who was ever closest to dying should get it. Wait, sorry, Jerry, Wait, what? Well, if Eminem oh, sorry. gets in, no, no, I'm sorry. No, I apologize. Listen, <laughs> if Eminem gets in, that is going to enrage the 14 redditors who care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> All 14 of them are going to be so oh, upset. Wow. That, that that Reddit is going to be on fire for a day and a half, maybe even 48 hours. I do feel like criteria is important because even when you started listing other people, it's like the influence and the, I don't know, like Eminem being on that list already is kind of wild. You know what though? Eminem is a respected MC. I'm not saying he's not. By black black MCs, like a lot of them name him in their top five. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but like, even for like what Mike was saying, if how many hip hop artists are in the rock and roll hall of fame right now, Uh, and for him to be up the same time as tribe is like, okay, who else is not on the list? Because I'm not saying Ama wasn't awesome, but like, they don't, they don't, they're not in, they go, they go by some, let me tell you what they did. Okay. They said, how can we get this uh, press release picked up by the greatest number of publications? Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Put Dolly Parton on it. Oh, let's put a tribe called Quest. Uh-huh. Now a hip-hop publication will write about this. And mm-hmm. it worked. It got all the way to hunk. And here we are. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So the criteria includes the influence and significance of the artist's contributions to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll. Okay, so, so in all. that aspect, I would say Eminem would maybe 
be no, because it's like is Run DMC in there? They are in the yes. whole thing. Okay, well, cool, 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 cool. Try to get it over um, Eminem. Just for hip hop, just for that category. Yeah. There but you listed not- a lot of people. I mean, the the Eurythmics. Do you want to have a Eurythmics conversation? Probably not. I mean, that's not going to. I mean, I love Eurythmics. Eurythmics really were like sweet dreams are made of these. But I mean, because that's Annie Lennox, right? Is that Annie Lennox? Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. It's just an arbitrary system that they they pick a diverse group that'll bring in audience people to watch the show, and that's all that it is. Because how do you gauge influence? There's well, no number it, for these metrics. Followers, TikTok followers. That is all complete, just nonsense. It, it's if it's you a fun show, that, though. It's a fun show. It's a it lot is. of fun. But if you want to go by that, like Foo Fighters got in last year, and there's no way Foo Fighters what? get in. You're kidding me. The yes. Foo Fighters, they moved yeah. music forward? They they moved music forward. Right. Yeah, right. There Ooh, goes my see, hero. That's, that's why they... But what you reacted to right now is what Jared is saying about they were like, got him. Yeah, yeah. Are you intrigued, Christian? You don't. You don't think Dave I mean, Grohl's side project deserves Dave to be in Grohl, the rock and roll? I mean, you would put Nirvana in. You wouldn't put. The I was going to ask about in. Nirvana. Nirvana's the in the hall. They're in, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I think we should. I have there a on the strength of Dave Grohl. That's how I, I see it. Ah, uh, what a bad. I, I have a, 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 a side nomination that I feel like hasn't been like an underdog. I'm going to, because you said Pat Benatar and I love Pat Benatar. Yes. And I just found out she is exactly 69 years old, which was would be a really fun time to join the Hall of Fame, yeah. like on your 69th birthday. So I think that it should go to anyone who is turning 69. <laughs> That's the most rock and roll they automatically number. get. <laughs> I like that idea, Teresa. Mike, can you just list off the people that are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley, Fats Domino. Um, but but are the pretenders in? Like, is uh... yes. Really, we're all, we're I mean, all sitting here going like, what about, uh, Well, I'm just wondering, like, a lot of these artists are like secondary incarnations of other like great yeah. things. What about Jerry uh, Lewis? Right, Did he make it? Who? Jay Leno? Jerry Lee Lewis, not Jay Leno. I saw Jay Leno yesterday. <laughs> you saw Jay Leno yesterday. He's like, you, you see this rock and roll? Driving. You you, did you? What was, what was he driving? A nice car. In his cool, cool red car. Was it in Burbank? <laughs> um, I was going up and over, so it was okay. like going through. Uh, yeah. Was it like a twenties fire engine? <laughs> yeah, like no, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Fire engine, I always wanted. <laughs> was he wearing denim? A hundred percent, he was. He looked like a caricature of himself. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, oh, hard sh- pivot into politics. Uh, for some reason, somebody started. I had a- an answer to the. You then let's do it. Oh. <laughs> Jump oh, no. in there. Jump I do in there. have Jump I do there. feel like all of the things that we said kind of say that maybe we're done with the list. <laughs> like they listed yeah. people and we just started listing other people that should be in before them and you were like, um, "Oh, they're in." And it's like maybe we're done and you should stop adding people. Maybe we should vote to take Elvis Presley out. That would be just take a snap. Isn't it time Controversial. like we know he stole half his shit like, like we start on. tagging people out, eh? Hey, time. I mean, we, we honored him enough. We all know he was a bad person. Wait, 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 Take people out 
you're gonna have to take out almost music from black people, then you're gonna have to just all of it uh, demolition the whole building. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you. Turner, I'm assuming Tina Turner's in, right? She's in twice. Yeah, she's in twice. Yeah, how do you she's do in for that? Ike and she... Tina and uh, Solo. Yeah. Oh, okay. In so, fact, she I got mean, in Solo last year. Wait, Burns, yeah, did, Burns. Did you have a answer? Yeah, Burns. Give me your answer. Sorry. Are we all ready for it? Yeah. yeah. Is everyone? Yeah. I, 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 I'll go. I'll give four that I think should go in. Uh, Tribe, Dolly, yeah. Lionel, and Judas Priest. I think. There and then there's going to be more. And and I would give in. Uh, is Carly Simon on there? Yeah. yeah. And Carly. I think that's a perfect diverse group that will bring in the most viewers and get the most attention and that's what they want. And they'll, they'll all those people. Did you say, so not Eminem, not Eminem. Eminem needs to wait. When you get picked, do all those people just perform that night? And that's yes. the show. Yes. The, it. the show itself on HBO is really fun. It is fun. You, you ever see that solo that Prince did? Do yeah. That's my favorite that? one. It's, it's, it's one of the best things of all time. Everything he ever watched. does was one of the best things of all time. <laughs> right. He has right. the only good his, Super Bowl performance ever. That night. <laughs> I was about to say, I have his butt cheeks burned into my brain forever. His butt cheeks are the mayor of Inglewood. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever saw one of those forum Prince shows, Prince uh, goes yeah, on stage for a few hours and what he basically does. I get is so says, jealous of these. I well, hate this. Here, here's what I'm going to show you. I'm the best rapper of all time. Here's why I'm the best singer. Here's why I'm the best guitar player. Here's where I'm the best dancer. I'm the best at everything. And I'm going to do it every night for a month. And it's, it's, it was shockingly good. Mike, when you went, who opened for him? Oh, um, it wasn't a good one. It, it wasn't Stevie. Uh, Stevie. M&M. It, was, it was like a, it was like a late nineties R and B star that was medium size you know like wasn't like a huge star was, uh, was it nika was it nika costa yes it was nika costa I, yeah she opened the night i went but he also had the time there too right i didn't get to see some the time. fucking people nika, saw nika stevie wonder good, but it was like was furious like, yeah, other people are like, you fucking Led Zeppelin over. Like, what the fuck? It's like, tonight's Nika Costa. I'm like, God damn it. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, that's Mike, Kimberly, Katrina, Christian, Teresa, and Jared. And if you haven't hit subscribe yet, you weren't sure at the top. If you're new and you're like, I don't know, buddy, you can hit that now if you'd like. Uh, if you're also, if you're enjoying the show, you can pass it along to other people. We were We went through a pandemic. No one even fucking saw anybody in person and now you're gonna walk up to people and not know what to say you can tell them about this podcast don't keep that shit to yourself that would help me and it would help you in the conversation you could be like i listen to this podcast where there's one too many person people whatever you want to say don't tell them that that'll throw them off there's still more show but if you there's a lot more show jesus if you want video of this panel you want to see like what do these fucking people look like the whole show and you want every, you want a video of every panel since march of 2020 that is on the show's patreon patreon.com forward slash brido b-r-i-d-o this week i posted joel krausar's jar fart song if you want to blast that in your car i know there's some fans of that i heard from you people you guys like the fart song and joel's got fucking pipes let's be honest joel you have some serious pipes 
Bravo, my friend. That shit is still in my fucking head. There's also World Series reviews. This week I posted 1961. I hadn't posted in fucking forever. 1961, that's the Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, home run chase. There are 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. There's a lot more, and people have been reading the first draft of my book. Only a few, I guess. A few lit agents said they give it a read over the next few weeks. I had a professional proofreader who's looking at it. We will see. The proofreader did text me and say that the writing is damn good. Wow. That's an exact quote. The writing is damn good. Wow. So I'm not a total moron, even though you might have thought so. I don't know. I heard in these types of situations, volume is the key. So if you are a lit agent or a publisher and you want to dance, let me know. Anyway, if you want to support the show, the Patreon is also where you go. Do I need money? I wouldn't be fucking begging you for it if I did not. Patreon.com forward slash Brightham. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns wherever you're listening to this. Uh, the first Checker Hall show was a big success. That was this week. I posted photos on my Instagram if you want to check those out. And the next one is March 3rd with already super lineup that I don't think I can tell you yet, but March 3rd, if you're in Los Angeles, come to Checker Hall at 8.30, which means 9 o'clock. Okay, we'll be right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors with the most beautiful voiceover you've ever heard. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jujitsu. Tell him Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The buffer battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners. Tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys absolutely do fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion. Of Mike, Kimberly, Katrina, Christian, Teresa, and Jared. And if we made it this far and you haven't hit subscribe, subscribe. Thanks. 
Pence and Trump are feuding. Whose side would you take in this one? Uh, what are they feuding about? About what? I saw that they were fighting, but I was like, what is this? So, it's a golf game. It's a golf game. Trump is like, Pence should have overturned the election, and Pence is like, nah. And... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm gonna then I'm gonna take Pence's side in this one. Yeah. Now nah, I'm gonna go. Can with we the isolate that audio for Jared's complete turn? Thank you so much. <laughs> but oh what's the context like? Because I feel like Pence has gone back and forth so many times, depending on what position he's holding and who's in power, about like what his stance on this whole insurrection it's, slash. It's he gave a speech and he was like, because Trump had said, Trump is starting to say stuff like, I would have pardon the January 6th people and people are like, Oh, that's interesting because no one was really sure if they were going to lean all the way into the insurrection. And then it was like, I think that, uh, that he should have overturned the election. So it's like, okay, so now you're for them, like for a coup, right? You know what I mean? And then Pence had to come out and say like, he's wrong. Uh, <laughs> because I don't think there's a, uh, when he says overturn an election, he's a- acting like you could just be like, I declare this, election overturned which is like that was never on the table like Stop making stuff up like it's like you're arguing about a made-up thing <laughs> like that is not an option that you can just make stuff up and it's kind of and do it i guess <laughs> that is what he's yeah. saying is like no he should have just done it yeah yeah I what I last week's niners rams game results and um yeah and, yeah. yeah that's like Trump if you says, criticize won, the coach the niners won, so overturn so. it okay Boom. <laughs> if Teresa was just not a Niners fan anymore because they didn't stand their ground on reality, like that's what this is like. Is that what's happening Pouring right that now? Stadium down. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't let me in. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> if you were a judge on The Masked Singer, would you have left if they ripped their head off and it was Rudy Giuliani? Would you have oh, left in? Damn it, Mike. Now we're on the mask. <laughs> I son of a bitch. I have my answer to that, which is the masked singer may be the only thing Rudy Giuliani is qualified to do. Um, He's America's mayor, Jared. <laughs> I this feel fucking, like that hot mask with his hair bleached, hair dyed, the black And that was the only side by side I saw was just his worried runoff. And like a jolly mask. Oh my goodness. He used to be fun fun mayor. Um I mean, I wondered when I saw that and I saw that they walked off, I wondered how many people that watched the mass singer religiously in the middle of America even knew what was going on. Like that was never their mayor. I know he's famous, but you know what I mean? And then being yeah. like, Well, who's that old guy? And why are they mad? What's going on? Like, did well, everyone Content. Yeah. So they so they like know him, him for that. Okay. I feel okay, like okay. if you're watching The Masked Singer, you really don't care what's going on. <laughs> you don't even know what's happening on the show. You like it's just like colors and sound. It's just been on. Everybody that gets revealed, everybody watching The Masked Singer is like, who is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who it is. I would. I. I, 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 I that's funnier than what I was going to say. But it, I was just going to say it shows you the demographic of that show, which is yeah. they can go, let's put Rudy Giuliani on, and then our audience will go, oh, I like him. Like that's who watches that show. Intellectual yeah. ground huggers. 
We actually had a season where they took off their mask only to reveal another mask. No change in ratings. It doesn't matter what we do. The mask don't mask. I always thought it'd be funny if that weird bird one took off the mask and it was like a human bird, like terrifying. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, get some I real shit. I want some Isla Moreau shit. <laughs> it's Hillary Clinton and then she's a lizard. She rips her face off. Oh my God, they would lose their fucking minds. Highest ratings of the, the season. Don't even like joke that. like the that. The audience would be like, yes. oh, I like Lizard Hillary. Yes. See, it would I be like, told you she Lizard Hillary. The most recorded. I, okay, that's the thing though, is I wish that they Loki had that kind of sense of humor where she would do the mass singer as an actual like a reptile like a lizard like the one that fights in mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh my god yes but then it was her i would be like we gotta I talk to her props people. for that we gotta talk to her people we're gonna have a dystopian system where you just you're forced to participate in the mass singer if you're like a convicted criminal <laughs> i like yes. this i like it that's what like squid games yeah. like a talent-based blade runner <laughs> Kimberly, what'd you say? I have a question. What is Rudy Giuliani's singing voice like? Yeah. Great question. Caruso. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it just sounds like it's a, just, a New York guy. It's just a guy. sexy falsetto all season long, Kim. Well, what if it was? What if it was like, <laughs> no! Like just crushing it. It sounds it sounds the way his speaking voice does, like a drunken man dying. <laughs> it's a sea shanty. Wait, does he sound like Mr. Big at the end of Sex in the City? Oh, He's just God. in a mask. <laughs> um This is a request from listeners. I've been playing a game. It's either uh we I been trying to get people to name a DVD to see that that they own to see if all of us own the same DVD. So I got to know: Does anybody not own DVDs or not have ever owned DVDs? Because that will very small collection. All right, sparse. all right. Yeah, I saved like a couple of my favorites. Well, you, here's, for, uh, so you it, ever own? Like ever have? It could or be. Now it could be you've had it in your possession for at got least it. like a okay. while. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> Let me guess. I'll go. I'll go first. The so we six. We don't have to own it currently, but we may used to have or something like that. If you've ever owned this a DVD, I want to see if we all own the same one. So if there is one that we've all owned, so I'll start. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Why would you own it if you know this ending? Like it's mm-hmm. just no rewatching. You know? I remember right. getting it from Blockbuster, so probably. Uh, gee, I don't. I was know, gonna Christy, say maybe because you love M Night Shyamalan still. Oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> or Haley Joel Osment, okay? Yeah, Haley. Oh, what do you have a big old Shyamalan boner? <laughs> you like Shyamalan him? Shyamalan boner. I like uh, Unbreakable too. I got a Shyamalan boner oh, for that one. I that one I like. That one I could see owning. Yeah, that that's one. great. Yeah, uh, I watched that multiple times. Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Damn it. Somebody else go. I want to see if somebody else. I mean, you're like naming all the like DVDs that the frat boys at my college had. Like, (laughs) they sound cool. (laughs) Um, I I think mine will be the equivalent of that, but for girls, like I mean girls. Is Mean Girls the <laughs> equivalent of Shawshank? No, I just mean like that every oh. girl will probably have had it, right? Oh. Does anyone else not? Nobody's had Mean Girls? Sorry for naming girls. frat movies like Shawshank. What is the Scarface for ladies? 
<laughs> oh, probably breakfast at Tiffany's, but I've never had that one. Dude, I've never had that. I was going to say racist. fucking under the Tuscan sun because everyone I've ever lived with has made me watch that movie. Oh, okay. American Ashley? No, Under the no? Tuscan Sun is Diane Lane getting oh. her groove back. Oh. <laughs> Diane Lane. Ooh. 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 There is no end to her getting her groove back. She could do it forever. Like, Diane Lane keeps movie, her groove. Diane Lane getting her groove back. Keeps her groove. Diane Lane has permanent groove. Yeah. Per- she has Diane Lane perma groove. I didn't. Diane Lane is the white Angela Bassett. Yeah! Diane Lane is white Angela Bassett. We got a movie together. I love it. It's called Groove Explosion. Now that's the soundbite to take out of this episode. Um, Kimberly. I want to play this game. Who else here? How many of you guys has the Criterion Collection Cinema of Ingmar Bergman box set? Oh, Wild Strawberries? I got Wild Strawberries. <laughs> no, watch no, I'm the only one. He's trying to eat like old bird. That's like have. a coffee table DVD. <laughs> Who uh, has my dance recital Teresa. from eighth grade DVD? Teresa's dance recital. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's the show Euphoria, right? Your dance recital. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> oh, I like all your moves, Teresa. Coffee table DVD. I'm dying. Coffee is very interesting just be like oh yeah i've seen these these are great just like ken burns a box set <laughs> oh base ken burns baseball i like oh you that. got the you got civil war oh wow cool cool i know the ending of that it's boring taste you have you put them all up on the shelf and then when people walk in they're like oh i didn't know that you were such a cinephile like, yeah i don't know uh, just what i like I, I know what i like you know and my so- dvd collection is horrible because it's just a bunch of stuff that i've like gotten from breakups i have like a divorcee dvd set it's like <laughs> half it's like- of a bunch of seasons of stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half <of> <laughs> He's like, yeah, if you want to see how Jim and Pam stay together, you're going to have to go to Jim's house. Like, that's the kind of stuff I have going on. Big Lebowski. Yeah, yes. I, have the, I, have a- yeah I had that one. Yeah, I had that Kimberly, one. Kimberly, what do you have? You got Star Wars? Friday. Friday? That's yeah. a good one to have, yeah. Friday, I watched, I watched twice in the last two weeks. and it, that was, That's a good one to rewind. Still, yeah. It still holds up. Chris Tucker's never- so good. It never gets old. It's I like, like I saw it on it's a per- perfect yes. fucking movie. What about Coming to America? I never. Yes. On DVD. No, I don't think you'd buy it on DVD. It's like that would be on a, in a sales bin. I feel like yeah. my dad would have recorded like, that on tape. VHS, buddy. We're not, yeah. man. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get it. We're not gonna get one. I don't think. Yeah. What were some of the ones people suggested, or did people? Out there. I played the CD game before, and and we, we had nothing except for eventually yeah. we all had Boys to Men with a two on it. <laughs> with a Roman yes, numeral I can two. see that one in my head. I yeah, I don't have that many because I would only buy DVDs of stuff that I'm just gonna play in the background, which I think ended up being a bunch of TV. Like I have Curb, and like I got Curb stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I have like old best of SNL ones I used to have at Target. Oh right. Oh nice. I have like Muppets Take Manhattan. I got Muppets I Take no Manhattan. Manhattan. You oh. do? Hell yeah. Why? Why do we both have that and neither of us have kids? <laughs> I was a kid. So Here's the thing about owning DVDs. Rizzo the like, Rat? Well, I was gonna say, the, the thing about DVDs is when they were a thing people bought, they were so expensive. Like I would just, I just never bought them. Like CDs I can see, but 
Yeah. You really had to go in deep. I did not buy $25 DVDs. Yeah. yeah. They were very expensive. Like to, uh, I still like to buy Blu-rays. And um, <laughs> you know what's insane is like. Um, Do you really? They haven't like lowered the price, even though all of the shit's on a fucking streaming platform. Yeah. They like, still. I just want like a couple special features or I want, you know. And They're like, oh, you want to see this director's commentary in high def? You're going to pay for it. They, yeah. Yeah. They still, they still charge you like $30 or $40. Jared actually has a, a laser disc collection. I guess if we're if you're in SAG, we all got the same uh, DVDs. If we're in yeah, SAG, we've all got Netflix shows. Uh, oh yeah, we got the screeners. <laughs> Squid Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Does it count if we didn't get like I, I thought it was like you have to choose it. It's like we're talking old school. Like I went out and got a thing, or it's like. I found one on the side. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think it's like you had to go buy it. Yeah, yeah. Teresa's you know found like, most of her DVDs. <laughs> like, why do they send out Netflix shows on DVD to SAG members? What SAG member? You're a member of the Screen Actors. It's absurd. Gym. You have no access to Netflix. I, I know it's absurd. They sent me. This is like the past few years. It's only DVDs of things I've seen already. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They need to justify these publicist jobs, the ones that do these campaigns, and they want to. They don't want to lower the budget in, for the materials because then You're they'll right. like. So it's like until yeah. they figure out how else to spend the money, like they're gonna send you holographic dancing. Like <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't know more velvet flocking. They'll figure it out. They'll figure out how to waste our money and not pay the actors. Yeah. This is Steve. He's head of the DVD sending out during SAG Awards department. <laughs> I would love to talk. They were like, if you want to just have like digital screeners, you can. And I was like, no, I want them. So. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's <laughs> it's it, it creates an ent- a huge amount of garbage when you. Yeah. <laughs> that's all going directly. Real. I love the ballsy I, people that take. I it feel to like your voice goodwill. was going to say something so positive. <laughs> it creates a huge amount of garbage. No, 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 no. I'd say it creates a huge amount of garbage. But I there's something that is lacking in society that is the tangibility of things That's coming true. in your mailbox. Yeah. It's true. I That's wish you could make still posters love, out of them or something. I, I love vinyl. You can. I love records. Oh, I love yeah. getting a, I love That's a magazine. I love taking yeah. a hard copy magazine and putting yeah. my phone away and reading yeah. the whole thing. You got to make it's your so vision pleasure. board somehow. That's I think right. they should work with these uh, screener people to send out like COVID tests or something because it's like <laughs> masks. They yeah. seem to do a really good job of sending out garbage and like you don't yeah. get it. Has anybody got their COVID test, by the way? I, I ordered no, one. I got much. it 10 days later and then they said I had to turn it in 24 hours or it wouldn't go. I tried to activate it. It was the wrong thing. So I ended up throwing it away. Seven days after that, I get an email that was like, sorry, we sent you the wrong code. Um, reply to this email and tell us the code and then we'll process it. I'm like, I threw it away, bitch. It's been uh, seven days. Like, Teresa, there's no way that's still government. Good. Was this your government COVID From trip? California. That's Garcetti. You have, you have to use it immediately? Is that well, what it is? So I think they like messed up the batch they sent me, but it said, it had a very warning. It was like, you must activate this and send it to back to FedEx within 24 hours or it won't work. And then I like what? tried everything. And you then have to get it and just by. take the test immediately. Well, I did because I thought it would work. And then I went to log it on and it's mm-hmm. not accessed. And then, so I just had I a vial of my spit or whatever, and I couldn't do anything. I thought it. that was just for when we needed them. Are these expired now? What's going on? 
like condoms. I don't, when I ordered it, like I had wanted to take it because I was around people who had it and I ended up right. being negative anyways. But when it came right. in like two weeks later, you I was like, legit just happened to need it when it came in. Yeah. But yeah, it was a shit show. It was, uh, that's where our money is going. <laughs> Not, they're still getting paid for it. Wow. And I love that it's, you can, like, I got a COVID test the other day at the Rite Aid drive-thru. In the drive-thru, they hand me the vial, I give them the shit, I hand it back in the window, they give me the results in two days. And I understand the convenience, because I want the ones at home, so if I feel mm -hmm. like shit, I'm like, oh, I just take this right now. But it seems like people act like you can't get a fucking test, and you can. It takes, it takes... 10 minutes you make an appointment you never get out of your car but we've taken all this money and right. how, how much money is this it's is this going to cost test. is anybody not getting tested and they were waiting for the government to send them one maybe what? elderly right. people no i think so they like want to feel like they're doing it but like when i ordered it it was because they had just said you can get it and it's really easy but when i didn't right. get it i just went to take it anyways which you can do very easily um but i got lines <laughs> yeah, I want. That's what I was thinking about where the lines were. I was wondering. There's not even like if there were certain parts of LA where it was harder to get tested. Downtown, that there's, was something that lines. happened before. Uh, exactly, that's what happened before. Was that when people were uh, pissed at I think Garcetti because he like conveniently shut down a bunch of testing sites that were all very close to like downtown, and it was like, oh, how convenient that all of these people that he held his breath. So we can stop being shit. mad at him. He's going to India anyway. You're right. Be. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he held his breath. He was with magic. Magic is base. Uh, do you want to talk about Joe Rogan? Do you want to talk about this slurs? Do people uh, think oh, that they that he was going to get canceled, uh, or do you think this is going to affect him at all? Do you want to talk about this? No. We don't have to. Yesterday was a fucking shitstorm of people uh. bit, bitching about Joe Rogan. You know what happens when people bitch about something? It, gets, it makes them stronger, yeah. makes them popular, <laughs> yeah. more fucking more famous, more followers. That's all that happens is people yeah. that didn't like Joe Rogan before but agree with what he does. You're like, well, I guess Joe Rogan's my fucking guy. It absolutely. It, it makes it worse, and no one understands that. There's a goddamn war on the TV, and everyone's worried about Joe Rogan's Fear Factor podcast, and fucking, and and, and it's, it's just a, it's absurd. It's absurd the amount of energy and focus that people mm. are putting into something that's not going to do a goddamn thing anyway. It's are they yeah, yeah? Did he take it out himself to give himself more press? Because I honestly am like. I was getting used to not hearing about him once he like moved away and everyone was like, we're so mad that he went to Austin is ruining Austin. I was like, bye. And then now we have to talk about him again. Right. No. Well, what I also don't like is that you see that, okay, it was about his misinformation, right? It was, that was the whole problem was we got to get Neil, rid of him because Neil of Young. misinformation and that didn't work. So then they dig up him using um, the N word a whole bunch of times. Like, well, what are you mad at him for? What? Is, which one is it? I, mean, I don't like even... Joe Rogan, but it's just absurd that you you decided that it, which which is the problem no, but that you want to get right, rid of him because cancel culture isn't even real. But when you dig into his files to try to find him saying certain words so that he will be canceled, then you're making his own paranoia and his bullshit and his lies real. Validated, yeah. yeah. Validating yeah. it. Yeah. Like, ignore, ignore him. 
Well, I would, th- I would love to write. I agree in terms of I would love to just have him be a lot less relevant considering how much energy I actively put into seeking him out or listening to him. Like, why? But I also feel like if you were listening to him up until this point, you have heard him say way more insulting or awful shit about black people than just isolating the N-word by itself. He's like literally compared us to the planet of the apes as a as a joke. And it wasn't super old, I don't think. So like, if you're gonna listen to stuff like that on the daily and it doesn't make you go, whoa, wait, what the fuck was that? If you're laughing along with that, I don't think a super cut of him saying one word is gonna be what tips it over. Like you've been listening to that shit at nauseum. Like, uh, yeah. I do wonder who my favorite part of his apology was when he said, I haven't used the N word in a long time. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> I haven't killed like, him. A long time. Time. That's an interesting <laughs> unit of measurement. It's also funny because it's like, he's like, that's over <laughs> thousands of hours of podcasts. It's just like, what do you mean? Like I, I've, I've talked for thousands of hours in life and not just fucking said it like, Oh sure. We all say it every like a uh, thousand words though. Isolate it. <laughs> like I can't talk. <laughs> you can't talk. I can't talk for three hours at a time and not catch me saying that. It's like, oh, okay, well, good to know. You caught me at the time that I have to say it. I mean, that's. Well, I, I saw a lot of African American comedians defending Joe Rogan yesterday on social media, and this goes back to what, like, giving him more attention. This is just. Mm-hmm. Maybe people that were fans of these comics did, didn't like Joe Rogan are like, this is my guy, Joe Rogan. We've done comedy together for 20 years. This guy's not racist. This is a good guy. Now he's got more power, more fans. It is just, it's insane. Like you need, I don't know what the answer is because you can't just let things go if they're wrong, but there's, the, the answer is not giving it, dumping more gasoline on it. Right. And giving it's that like guy more to, fucking food. Half the well, population of mediocre white men in America. Because uh, that's, that's, that's the giant fan base. So I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you make sure that there are less mediocre white dudes. I don't think right. there's a way to do that. But like until there are less, he will be super popular. Well, I, I'm curious how many people are actually, because in comedy, when we were like, follow people we really do like get nerdy about all their stuff but the i don't know a lot of people who are huge fans of them but you know like when i met people randomly like at family friends parties or whatever you know someone who's like oh Jorgen, that in that classic way it tends to be like oh i've heard a few of his episodes oh that guy's pretty funny like and you know it's always makes me want to be like ah he sucks but most people i talk to are like i've heard like three episodes i don't think it was that bad and then suddenly they hear all the outrage mm. Like, I feel like most people just aren't caring that much. And then the negativity that they see comes from other comedians, even though that's like warranted mm. for like a average civilian or whatever. Yeah, They're coming from like, I don't know. I listen to a bunch of things on the radio and all of a sudden everyone that I see who's being negative is yelling at Joe Rogan and they didn't have time to like figure out why. I think that's what they see. I don't think it's correct, but I just feel like I don't know a lot of people who are like, hardcore like quoting joe rogan to the point where they're like i stand by everything you know i i, I could be wrong so but yesterday I, I, the average listener is like i don't see what the big deal is now let me turn on my other favorite show the masked singer 
<laughs> oh my god, that was great. Um, <laughs> no, I do wonder about my credits for every comedy show are going like. to be the masked singer now. <laughs> you see him on the masked singer. No one's going to um, call me out on it. <laughs> you can't. Um, I do feel like I would wonder what that those numbers were, Teresa. But I do feel like there are. I don't. I would have no idea what kind of number it is, but I know that I have met and spoken with people who like religiously taught, mm. like listen to him every day, and you can like directly connect whatever stream of conversation they're having to whatever they listen to him talk about for yeah. three hours of yeah. daylight that day. Somebody's listening and to this like, shit. If eleven million people are listening to this, so. I was, it's, when, when it's, I would be touring around as a comedian. I would talk to men who were about my age at the time, you know, somewhere between 27 and 38 or whatever. And if they my were age. white and didn't seem very smart, they loved Joe Rogan. <laughs> and they had to tell me all about it. And it was, mm. it was one mediocre dude after another. I mean, there was a parade. So of you think that he I is like heard the end of Joe Rogan. So they look at him and they see something aspirational then or well, he tells them like Trump does and a couple other figures do that. You guys have figured it out. You're seeing outside of the line. Right. So you, right. You're not you're not a sheik like the rest of these people. You're smart like me, a former MMA guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I have specifically you're, you're super intelligent like me, a kickboxer. Uh, yeah, I have specifically heard a white man like pat himself on the back for being free thinking enough to question whether or not kids should be in cages or not. Because he listened to that podcast that day and was yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. You just got to ask the question. And I was like, do you have to ask the question? <laughs> like, Wait, what, if you... Was Joe Rogan's stance that he should be in cages? I don't know about that. He was that. trying to basically <laughs> argue. Why can't we talk about it? I, what? About it? That's what, I, that's what it is. It's it? literally just <laughs> patting yourself on the back for not what? immediately not condoning it. I think that the kids and are still in it. cages, literally just so we're clear. Just the, right, and I basically we went into like, okay, so... You can pat yourself on the back for questioning that. And then, but in turn, like, it was basically like, well, I mean, why would you automatically assume that uh, the DNC is something that needs to be dismantled? And like all of that kind of thing. And just being like, I'm a free thinker. I let this other guy tell me what to think. Everything else. And exactly. But assume that that one part would be working correctly, that that's okay to question not messing with. Like, you're clearly drawing a line right there. But it's what Jared said, where you get to just be like, well, I just am not being fed it. I'm just open. Yeah. to the possibility of children maybe being able to be imprisoned and that maybe not being a bad idea because I'm not just going to assume that because you try to scare me into thinking that a toddler in a cage is bad, that it's not all bad. And it's like, what is happening? Man. <laughs> it's a real the weird dissonance. paid person on Spotify? Oh my God, only. Yes. Only paid person on Spotify. Yeah, I'm more interested in the economics personally of all this. You get paid point zero zero three percent of a half of a uh, penny for everything that you put out there. He gets one hundred million dollars. Right, and well, and that's what I was thinking when people were saying, "What will it take?" I can't believe they're not dropping him. It was just like they're making that much money. 
Right. We literally they, have people that equate how much you can kill people before it's worth getting sued for changing a part in a pinto. They definitely calculated how much they would lose over people l- losing subscriptions or not, and it's still worth everyone that listens to him. They right, don't care. They, they, they just have to look at a, a something to be proud about in their lives, and Joe Rogan's influence will go down a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, they have nothing else to be proud of except for the fact that they're edge lords and. How how they think about kids and kids. Oh, Edge Lords. <laughs> Such a good word. Edge Lords. <laughs> Bird, what were you saying? I, they just look at a they look at the bottom line and they can see yep. that we'll lose more money. And yep. I don't give a fuck about Neil Young. You know, like right. like people they're like this makes us no money. This makes us more money. If we get rid right. of him, then we don't so we don't care. It's if the same thing right. as Netflix. If he goes off Spotify, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, the, the Dave Chappelle issue, they can say up and down, like, we're standing by his right to express himself and, and use free speech. No, if that fucking special that Dave Chappelle put out didn't rake in fucking cash for him and they paid a lot of money for him to make that special for him, then if it didn't make any money, then they would get rid of it yeah but they and you normally have to spend at least some percentage on marketing i didn't see a single fucking billboard they didn't have to spend a penny people seeing that you know what i mean it did it itself neither does rogan because thousands because of of twitter yesterday because hundreds (laughs) of thousands of people a lot of people with big fucking numbers who are comedians who have huge followerships gave them so much free advertising to mm-hmm. to yeah. millions of people yesterday for zero money that yeah. most I didn't even know past- he had an exclusive with Spotify until I was like right. trying to get a little more info on more like if there's anything I missed and then I was like oh I guess because I don't listen like I'm not searching his shit so I just assumed he was available everywhere you get your podcast and now right. I know that Spotify is where I can find it. it's like okay that feels yeah. like that was unnecessary to include in every article <laughs> Let me pose this question. What everyone feels about the sixth sense. The, the, oh. No, the free speech <laughs> issue. <laughs> the sixth oh, sense. The free speech issue that people he, don't know what free no, speech means. The government really what people are arguing about though, is it? Because he's when you have a platform like that, I don't think Let me ask let me ask the question first. You're allowed to have free speech. What was your exact question though gonna be? No, my question is that people back. I understand that you can't say anything that you want to say if you're being paid. A private company can do whatever they want, and they can dump you off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But where does it stop when you start just eradicating people from platforms because they say things that you don't agree with or they're in tr- that's untrue? Why think, that's why I think you shouldn't actively try to make cancel culture real and mm-hmm. get someone fired slippery you slope ignore, you should ignore i would yes and put out an alternate message if you're someone who creates messaging yeah because yeah. ideally i would hope that like you're saying and we all agree with that like it really just follows action and money so yeah. when i see all of the things that happened like the conversation around yesterday i really just get disappointed because i know what the end result is going to be Right. is that more money and listeners and all that. So I would love if it was like, oh, we heard this thing and then a bunch of people just stopped listening to him. Mm-hmm. And then late, like a week from now, there was a story that was like, oh, wow, it actually had effect on people's actions. 
but it won't. Right. And so like, who's gonna, you know, who, like, I feel like even in terms of money or it actually affecting people and artists that are closer to him, closer to them. If people know people that make music and are on Spotify, they might cancel their subscription, but it's like, I mean, I would like to see if, our actions actually resulted in change that made people make less money. People would super care what we thought, but those things never really match up. So they just let everyone run their mouths and use their characters up and spend their money the same way they were the week before. Right. Yeah. Well, cause I don't think it's just about free speech though. Well, cause I just want to add, I feel like they're not pulling this stuff. And I think there's a straw man argument where his fans are like, oh, that's the big argument here. What do we do if we censor him? Then we don't get to say anything. But then like, I definitely saw, you know, other comedians posting like replies from their trolls. And I would say like the after effect of his fans, like free speeching all of the like hate speech at comedians was probably more of a sign of like why this whole thing is a mess. It's like, it's not like, yeah, he said stupid stuff and I don't like him, but I don't think that's the only argument. It's like he's creating this whole culture of like people are like, yes. why can't I call you these things? It's like, you can, mm-hmm. you just did. It still doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just saying mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good. Like, mm-hmm. you did it, you did it. <laughs> Congrats. You know, like, I don't think anyone's right. like trying also, to stop him. If he gets off of Spotify or whatever, like, he actually would go to more yeah. people. Like, more people yeah. would hear him. If he's like, okay, now I'm on YouTube and on iTunes and on all of the other like feeds, like, you'd actually enable him to be heard by more people. Maybe he wouldn't have a hundred million dollars, but it's like, if you make abortion illegal, more people will get abortions. It's like one of those things, but with Joe Rogan involved, I don't know why I made that analogy. What if we were like the Texas of Joe, like instead of like, no Joe abortion, Rogan after six we weeks, ban Joe Rogan in California and just, just in California, no Joe Rogan in California. If you want to listen to me, no. drive, drive across state lines no. to listen to him. I feel a footloose uh, reboot coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the villain. I don't care. Take two. Charities of his Rogan heads. What, what is it called? Fans. Joey's? I don't know. Joey's. 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 Stop. That's adorable. And they Joey's. sit in his little Joey's. Chops around. Honestly, kangaroos are jacked. Like that kind of fit. Yeah. Oh They're my god. Fun. Joe Rogan <laughs> listeners Joey's. are called Joey's. You got me fucked up. You think I'm ever gonna think of a dude reciting something to me and not immediately think, oh, I'm little baby Joey. Joey's Joey's. What's up, bro? Actually, elk meat is really lean for you, and it's like really. I'm a Joey. I, I'm a Joey. So. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a proud yes. Joey. I like As it. a proud Joey, bro, I do Honestly, kettlebells, bro. <laughs> kettlebells. But honestly, that is too positive branding. It'll soften it. Take it back. I don't like it. They're already more likable. Oh, no, but you do make a good point, Teresa, I think, about the overall idea of um, no one is ever going to, I'm never going to be able to stop people from saying the N-word or yelling it at me or whoever feels like saying it, whatever. It sucks. Like you said, I'm never going to stop people from doing that, but I do feel like it's possibly indicative of something that we've been going through the past two years where people don't want to hear about their behavior being unlikable. 
<laughs> like it really is people not wanting their feelings hurt. Like when they're saying all this defensive stuff, they're really saying like, I used to be able to say this stuff and no one didn't like me for it. And now they do. And I don't want to oh. not be liked, but also not change my behavior. So you're hurting my feelings. But instead of looking inward and changing anything, I'm going to turn it back on you and say, you're fucked up for not liking me for being the same as I was that's, before. That's what conservatism is. Conservatism mm. it champions my private, my private rights over a fair and equitable society. So especially in the home, right? You know? But in such an egotistical way that you want to control my reaction to it. If your private You're rights maintain okay a hierarchy of with power. doing it, you also are now demanding that I like you for it, which is wild. <laughs> it's all just but... selfish. It, that's what it comes down to. Mm. It's, it's, it's greed and selfishness. It's selfishness mm -hmm. on the part of people who think, well, I can say whatever I want. I don't give a fuck if it makes people what you know sad or depressed or fucking mm -hmm. you know but but it's also the corporations are like we don't care we mm. want to make up whatever bullshit we have to say in order to make the most money and lie to everybody because we're scumbags and well they're not mm. just saying i don't care if you're depressed i'm saying you can't be depressed like in sports it'd be like if i was like i should be allowed right. to dunk and you're like you are and i'm like no but i tried and i did and you didn't let it go in it's like if you practice, you can make it go in. It's like, well, you should just like say it when it is. I dunked because I tried, so I dunked. Okay, like what? I like that analogy. <laughs> that that works for me. Yeah, that's. Nice. I should be allowed to dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're five ten and fat. Yeah, but <laughs> you have a four inch vertical. Stop screaming at me. No, I should be allowed to dunk. Put down the Big Mac, sir. You're 5'10", I'm 32. <laughs> Me? I'm shorter than 5'10", you say? <laughs> Fine. Because Burns ain't 32, if you know what I'm saying. No, and uh, I also lied that I'm six feet tall, so. <laughs> this was also requested. You're going to hate this, but people like this. Think of the set that you've seen, of all the comedy sets you've seen in your life. What is the time you saw somebody kill the absolute hardest? You're like, that is the hardest I've ever seen anybody kill. So mm -hmm. can you think of the, a set that you've seen where you're like, like live, like not live, online? live. No, no, no. I mean, like Google the comic because mine is probably a Pat Bryce set in Chicago. Wait, you're saying like live or just Googling on the Internet? No, no, no. Like, oh, set that you were there in the room that you saw somebody kill like you were at Tiger Lily and you saw Eddie Pepitone or you were. Somewhere and saw Louis C. Louis C. For example, Joe it Rogan. Was. Actually, I was going to say it actually was Louis C.K. He killed harder than anybody I've I'd ever witnessed. Where did you see him? I saw him at uh, Largo, like before oh. he was like super huge. I saw him over at it was like the old not Largo. Like what was that? I forget the name of that bar. Was it M Bar or something? Oh, you saw him at yes. Death Ray. Yeah, I saw him like back then, like in like Ron Lynch did a set as like an animatronic yes. guy, and it was yes. like kind of like when I first started watching like stand up, and it was you like, saw Death Ray on a Tuesday at M Bar in the ninety, yeah. like early two thousand. Yeah, and it was like it was just like yeah, he just destroyed. Hmm. Does it have to be a comedy set, or can it be something a comedy related performance? What, what is it? What were you going to say? I'm curious be now. Falling down. <laughs> it can be <laughs> fatty falls down. 
Have you ever seen <laughs> Keystone Cops? Now, um, <laughs> Keystone Cops filmed in Silver Lake. I always like to tell people that. I saw um, Earthquake. Recently. Hell yeah! Wow. Let me tell you, if you've never seen Earthquake live, he is like a joke jukebox. It's just yeah. they just. I mean, he. It's like rapid fire jokes. Earthquake's it's crazy dope. to watch him, and he like obliterates every time I've ever seen him. I just but watched I that. Him, um... I had to open for him at Flappers. Really? Nice. Maybe about five or six months ago. I just watched that nice. Fat Tuesday documentary all the way through on Amazon Prime, and he's in that one oh a lot. He's he's so to me underrated, but he's like he just obliterates room. I you see people like leaning over laughing. It's crazy. Falling over yeah. each other. Hell yeah. Jared, you got one? All punchlines. Oh, no. I think I'm going to go check out Earthquake somewhere. Love <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. Teresa, you know, do you I have I feel one? like the times I've seen, like, felt that energy was, like, when I was a new comic in, like, the back of Cabin or whatever. And it's cr- cr- but, like, those shows, I feel like there's so much adrenaline that I barely, like, it's like, I remember just always having that vibe. The only time I went to, like, a live taping as a, or live show as a, like once I started comedy, I went to see Ali Wong do their hard knock wife. And like when you have an audience full of like her fans had already seen the first special and they were it was in San Francisco and they were there, like when it's a big comedian and their fans, it's like you're saying Louis C. Like you just it's like extra good and you do pick up on that. So I do remember feeling that was like, whoa, this is like different than watching it online. Like it's been a while since I've just gone and sat and watched the show. I saw Ali yeah, it's, at it's a... very much like concerts. Like people, some people don't like concerts like i don't want to go there and stand and listen to music but part of the experience is going and like let's say you listen to metallica or fucking snoop dogg at home you don't get it until you're with a insane group of people who all love it and want Uh it and that energy Mm -hmm. i truly believe in that that energy of of human beings all coming together makes that music COVID-19. sound so you know, much better. Makes like, COVID-19. Oh, right, I, I want to, you know what? There's a set that was even better. The best set I ever saw, actually, I, I remember now, was Tig Notaro at the, uh, at the at that, where's that tiered theater where they did the Katrina benefit? Where uh, Tenacious D did the Katrina benefit? They did like a stand-up show and she, it was a huge, and she just destroyed. It was incredible. Yeah. And I didn't know who she was. So, like, I got to experience all those jokes for the first time. It was amazing. I, uh, one time, like, years ago at Nerd Melt, they used to do a show. Brian Vokey and them used to do a show where they would ad-lib scripts of old movies. It was like... Uh, cinema something I can't think of the name of the show anymore but they would basically pick a movie and then just like improv joke the entire movie and um Caitlin Gill was the little mermaid (laughs) and she what like I was in the back crying because she just kept like saying very real things about the cartoon like us watching this movie where she was like hello my name is Ariel I'm actually 13 and like she would just say something like that and everyone was like oh fuck and then you would just like say something else like oh well actually I'm changing my, like me giving away my voice is actually giving away my voice in order to please a man and she would just like do something like fanciful and beautiful and like a half flipper it was so she was just like improving the most hilarious things while in 
fantastic costume and doing like whole songs and it was like the fact that the things that she was doing were all made up and so hilarious everyone was just like screaming that's like the only acceptable answer that i would have taken that would have been anything close to improv comedy but that's uh, i think that's (laughs) because it was all (laughs) comics and like they have this thing but then they like make them do this i saw mission improbable my answer is ass cat the UCB theater <laughs> the year was 2006. Oh, I love a good Harold. Yes. <laughs> We're talking some other SNL cast members. I actually did see Louis C.K. do monologues at DCM for Ascat. People, <laughs> People like those monologues at Ascat. People want to see a Harold about a monologue. Do you guys still go watch shows? Oh. I'm curious. Like, yeah. I'm not like... Not like in the back of the I, room because like I Christian think that's a Duguay was uh, Christian Duguay was a cast know. member of the Groundlings here. Mad TV. You like sit in the audience with non-comedian friends and like feel like a fan because I think that's what oh, I like no. don't have like it's hard to separate when I'm at a show watching versus like I went to a show I sat down yeah. And, like, I like watching improv. If I show up to it, like uh, MI's West Side Comedy Theater and they got improv going, I never hate it. I, I was going to say, don't get mad, okay. but I do. I was like, also, first off, being the stand up on an improv show is the shit because it's just like 45 <laughs> super supportive people. You're the people. one with talent. Yeah. You're the only one who I was at Flappers once and I was doing that. I was doing, a, I was opening for, I guess, an improv group and I did like 20 minutes. And I sat down, and then the the audience, the entire audience, stood up and went up, and they were right. the group. tagged you out. <laughs> no one left in the audience. Burns, uh, best. Burn. The best one I did see improv wise was a very big, lovable man on the team pretend to be mad, but actually punch a hole in the door. <laughs> And he was just in the scene with his face like, oh, no. And then, like, the guys came up and were like, thank you so much for being our last show here. Like, joking about how, like, they definitely didn't have the money to replace that door. It was the best. Those stages are made out of paper. Like, everything is just the thinnest He was like a six-foot-five dude trying to do a fake. Like, he literally was not trying to do it at all and just went right through that shit. It was so funny. What do you, do you guys want to plug, do you want to plug something? Yeah, sure. Um, you can watch me play tabletop role-playing games with a bunch Hell of yeah. funny comedians, improvisers, and actors on the Glass Cannon Network. Oh, now the Glass Cannon. Glass Network. Cannon. We have a Dune game coming up. If you're a fan of Dune, and a lot of other stuff. Burns, what what do you want to plug? Monday Night Beers, great podcast with Vince Averill, Jesse Pop, and Gnarly Zach every Monday. Take your edge off. Sounds good. Did anybody else want to plug anything? Valley Heat. You can listen to my podcast, Valley Heat. It's on uh, everything but Spotify. That's Is that right? <laughs> no, really, it's on there too. It's free. It's they weird. Spotify took it off. Spotify, Spotify took it off. Puts it on there. Oh, do I have to get rid of Anchor now? What is? What do I? Ha- what am I allowed to use? What's happening? We can tell me later. Spotify <laughs> so took Valley, Valley Heat like, off. Listen to my podcast only on Spotify. Valley Heat is so over the top spectacular yeah. that Thanks, if you listen to it, you get it. And it's it's only a matter of time, Christian, before that oh, thing blows do. up. It's my hands down favorite podcast. When people ask me, I don't tell them what people ask me what podcast to listen to. I don't tell them my podcast. I tell them Valley Heat, 
sink into a couple episodes and you'll be so fucking hooked on how brilliant that is dude it's, thank you man it's the it's the absolute best no thank offense you to so you, much dude well, and you know kim kim is on it and she's brilliant all of this will oh, be edited really? out because i don't yeah. accept i don't accept other uh, plugs for other podcasts so <laughs> kim <laughs> is kelly he's donovan's it. wife on the on the show she's brilliant i didn't know that yeah. oh, I, see i feel all starstruck now <laughs> billy thank you i love i love listening to it i mean of course thank being you. a part of it but listening to it is just awesome Oh, the commercials are my favorite part too. <laughs> also, fucking Christian, Thank you're you. getting you're getting just open mouth blown, blown by everybody for this fucking <laughs> podcast you guys. <laughs> I gotta check. As opposed out. to closed mouth, which is way less fun. <laughs> I don't know why I, I've been saying open mouth blowjob, and it's just fun to <laughs> to say. I don't know why. Just over <laughs> over um. <laughs> like expressing it yeah i think that redundant it's there sound, we go. it makes it sounds more aggressive even though you know, I don't know. even though the opposite <laughs> is just like out no please stop out my eye Mm-mm. it's like, just a what? nuzzle or a, whatever. oh eskimo <laughs> okay on board eskimo. back on board don't oh, give me baby. don't give, give me a little tip of pee on your nose don't say the <laughs> e-word we're gonna get joe rogan <laughs> i don't think it okay, anyway who right, else has? Gotta go. Rogan's on. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to plug Valley Heat. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I also want to plug. No, actually, Valley really, I'm gonna Heat. listen to that now. I'm excited. Um... I know. I'm excited. I know. I was, I was gonna say my shit, but I guess I'll just go listen to Valley Heat. <laughs> they're, they're uh, no, list... I have a podcast. You can tell me anything. Is what it's called. It's Confessions, comedians. Uh, we just came back with a new season. Matt Bronger is the guest, and new se- new episodes every Wednesday. Mm. Ooh, nice. Ooh, Matt Bronger. Standard He's comedy podcast. <laughs> he was one of the first people I saw when I moved here, and I walked into the Virgil, and I saw the back of his jean jacket, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Matt Bronger. And I was like, I get to be around people like that. This is going to be a fucking problem. And I just sweated in the back of the Virgil. is the best. Nice. Big fan of jean jackets, huh? I was, oh, I'm a huge nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. I, he's funny. All right. Oh, st- I didn't talk to you. You don't remember. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for being here. Um, nice it'll be Friday. Listen to Valley Heat. Nice the li- yeah. The listeners are called Joey. Yeah. That's Mike, Kimberly, Katrina, Christian, Teresa, and Jared. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. If you can, give everybody a follow on social media. They would love you, specifically you, to follow them. Thank you guys so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael, Clark, Duncan, 